Shohei Otani to the Dodgers, Blake Snell to the Braves. Join me today for an action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, where I talk about the top free agents and their potential landing spots. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly, truly appreciate it if you could do that for us. And guess what? If you do decide to do that for us, you have an opportunity to get a little special prize. If you take a screenshot of your rating and review and send it to us at fantasymds at gmail.com or just DM it to us on Instagram or Twitter, you have a chance to join our listener league for next year. We'll be picking a winner within the next couple of months, so make sure you get those screenshots in. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't already, hit that little bell below. It subscribes to the channel also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode and guys join us on the subtext platform on subtext we're going to be giving out our way too early positional rankings at each position we're gonna have some sleeper stuff we're gonna have some you know breakout stuff rookie stuff prospect stuff so make sure you join us on subtext to get access to all of that information before the competition it's never too early to get a head start on the 2024 fantasy baseball season and guys, real quick, before we get into things, I need to talk to you about Jace Medical. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, guys, so I teased it at the top. We're talking about the top free agents and their potential landing spots and how that's going to affect them for fantasy baseball next year. Uh, there's only one place to start this episode on. I got the jersey on. I got the Shohei Otani jersey on. And, you know, he's who we're talking about, right? Uh, the biggest free agents out there, you know, another MVP for Otani. The big thing with Otani is, is that, you know, he got the surgery. He's going to be, you know, uh, not able to pitch for the foreseeable future. Uh, I don't think he pitches at all this year, to be honest with you. Uh, I I think the last thing I heard um, about him hitting, he should be ready close to opening day or around that time. So I don't think he's going to miss, miss too much time there. But uh, let's talk about what Otani did this last season. Just another monster season for him. 135 games, 497 at-bats, 102 runs, 26 doubles, 8 triples, 44 homers, 95 RBIs, 20 steals with 91 walks to 143 strikeouts and a 304 batting average. This guy just keeps getting better. He's aging like fine wine. Uh, I know the injury does throw a little monkey wrench into things, but I think he's going to be you know, nearly as good as he was 
this year from a hitting perspective. Next year, maybe the home runs drop off a little bit, but he's still going to have a monster season. Then even on the pitching side of things, Otani had 10 wins, 5 losses, a 3-1-4 ERA, 23 games started, 132 innings pitched, 167 strikeouts with a whip of 106. So if he ever does decide to get back to the mound, we know how good he is um, on his career. He's just been a monster. So Otani, my prediction is that he goes to the Dodgers. I think everyone kind of sees it that way, and I think it's almost inevitable at this point the Dodgers have the money to you know throw close to 500 million at him uh, I think he's going to get you know over ten, uh, 10 years around that range uh, that would have him there until he's 38 years old but you know what he'll always draw people in he'll always be an attraction he'll always be a reason to come to the game so you know he's worth the money as far as not only what he produces on the field, but just having a guy like that in your organization will, you know, put butts in the seats. And that's what, you know, teams want at the end of the day. They want to make some money off of this. And Otani is the perfect guy to get on your team to not only make money, but to make your baseball team better as well. Uh, since they lost Trey Turner, Things kind of went downhill for the Dodgers last year. I think he'll fit perfectly in the middle of that lineup with Freeman and Betts and the rest of those boys. The Dodgers got a you know a couple of young kids there too with Outman and you know a couple more in the in the pipeline coming up. So with that being said, I think that's really it on Otani. You know, um, best player in baseball in my opinion. Uh, nobody else does what he can do from you know a pitching and hitting standpoint. That like like I said, the guy just kind of seems like he just keeps getting better. The batting average has gotten better each of the last three years. Um, yeah, you take Shohei Otani with the first pick if you can get you know. Well, okay, okay, he's not pitching this year, but if he was pitching in theory, you take Otani with the first pick because you get the hitting and the pitching. Um, for this upcoming season, I think Otani is a great second round pick because we kind of just want to see how things work out with the injury. We're not hundred percent sure if he's going to be ready for opening day, even though that is the thought process with Otani. Uh, I don't want him as my first player. I think it's a little bit iffy, but you know what, if he, if you do get him as your second player, there's potential for, you know, that first round production. I'm just not fully sold on taking a guy once again that's only going to be eligible at utility with my first pick when you know I'd rather go for an outfielder or you know uh, somewhere where there's their scarcity instead of locking a guy into my utility but I'm not mad at you if you want to take Otani as your first pick I'm not really mad at you uh, I'm not going to hate on that because of you know the 40 home run upside the 20 steals uh great batting average he's just going to be plus in every category as long as he's out there doing his thing like I said maybe a little bit of drop off in the power um, I think if he goes to the Dodgers, those counting stats, there's even more upside, you know, what, 120 run upside, 110 plus RBIs. Uh, it's just a lot of lot of upside here with Otani. So I think as we get closer to spring training and see where he's at, you know, um, physically, we'll have a little bit, you know, um, more insight as if you really should be aiming for him as your first pick. But right now, if I was drafting today, I would be looking to get Otani as my second pick, even though that might not be possible. I actually could pull up ADP real quick. Um, from NFBC. NFBC is the National Fantasy Baseball Championship, if you're not familiar with it. Um, they're one of the biggest platforms to play fantasy baseball on. A lot of the experts play on there, a lot of big money leagues on NFBC. So far, there's been 31 drafts for next season, and let's see where we have Shohei Otani going. He's going at pick 15, so that's kind of like I said. I don't want him as my first-round pick, but if I can get him as my second, that's really good. So he's coming off the board at, you know, like I said, 15th overall player, pick 
15.48 to be exact. I like that. I think that's really spot on. I think the, you know, everyone's doing a good job at, you know, drafting Otani so far. That's the right spot in my opinion. Let's keep things pushing though. Let's talk about the NL Cy Young. Uh, Blake Snell, I believe he was the seventh person ever to, you know, win the Cy Young in both leagues. I love Blake Snell. Listen, don't get me wrong. I know there's an issue with the walks, but it's kind of just, Blake Snell's recipe for success, right? Uh, yes, he may put a lot of guys on base, but he has a lot of great swing and miss. Uh, I believe it's you know at least three plus pitches for Blake Snell. You know, fourteen wins, nine losses last year, two two five ERA, thirty two starts, one hundred eighty innings, two hundred thirty four strikeouts, a one one eight WHIP. Uh, I'm not expecting that 118 whip again. I think he got a little lucky with the whip this year. He might be back towards that 120 whip, which isn't, you know, far off from where he is, to be honest. The strikeouts are going to be elite. Uh, the ERA is going to be, I think, you know, low threes, high twos. Uh, I think he's really figured it out as a 30-year-old. You know, Matt and I always talk about pitching as a chess match. And, you know, usually the older you get, the smarter you get. And you kind of just realize, like, hey, this is what works for me. This is what doesn't. I think as a 30-year-old, Blake Snell, you know, said to himself, hey, free agent walk year. I really have to have a big year. What's going to work for me? What's not going to work for me? Uh, uh, Last year, before he started, you know, the success in the second half, it was really the changeup that wasn't working for him. The changeup was getting rocked. But this year, I don't know, he worked on that changeup. It got a little bit of a different shape to it. And it was way more successful for Blake Snell. I truly, truly think that he's going to be worth a top 10 starting pitcher uh, you know, pick next year. I have Blake Snell as my SP sticks going into next year. Yes, it might be a little bit bold, but I think, uh, you know, uh, I didn't even mention my prediction yet. I think he goes to the Atlanta Braves. I think the Braves need one more really good starting pitcher in that rotation uh, with Charlie Morton getting older. They actually just got rid of Kyle Wright. I forgot exactly what team he went to, but I did see the alert. Kyle Wright's no longer on the team. He got traded. Uh, let's pull that up real quick. You know, I don't want to leave you guys without that information. Where did Kyle Wright go again? Uh, this this came in literally right before I was um, recording. He goes to the Royals, which actually could be a you know, nice little landing spot for Kyle Wright, but we'll talk about him another time. Right now, we're going to be focused on Blake Snell. As I was mentioning, with Strider and Freed, they need just, I think they need one more strong, solid guy behind those two. Uh, Bryce Elder's not doing it for me. Charlie Morton is 40 years old. So, with that being said, I think Blake Snell goes to Atlanta Braves. Good pitch and coaching over there. I think they work with him, and he just has another dominant season in him. 200 plus strikeouts. I think he throws a lot of innings, just eats him up. May not give you six every time out, but you know what? He has the capability of doing it. He's done it uh, quite a few times. So that's it for Blake Snell, guys. But before we move on and I talk about guys like Aaron Nola, Cody Bellinger, and a pitcher you may not have heard of before, I do have a quick ad for you guys. And guys, we're talking about Jace Medical. So as you know, if you're an avid listener, we do spend a lot of time talking together and we get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts, who sits, and I'm thankful for that connection that we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications from Jace Medical. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue, and you're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, or Rivado prescription. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. 
Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace Medical. I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half. To have it, I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit and I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everybody. If someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use that promo code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. All right, guys, let's hop back things, hop back into things here. Oh, actually, real quick, I need to talk to you guys about one more important thing. Locked On has officially launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube to subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel for sports on YouTube. And guys, Matt and I are on there. Uh, so you get your, you know, your fantasy baseball dose that, uh, mixed in there. And just we have a lot of other great people here at Locked On that are experts in their field. We have every single team. We have every league. Uh, just a lot to offer on there, guys. So make sure you go check that out. But I know the reason you're here is for more fantasy baseball talk. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to move on from Blake Snell. Let's talk about another great starting pitcher. Let's talk about Aaron Nola. Now, Aaron Nola is so up and down, man. I, I love Aaron Nola, and I think he's fan, a fantastic pitcher. But his whole career has really been a lot of ups and a lot of downs. This year, on the whole, it was, I would say, a down year for Aaron Nola. But honestly, it was just a bunch of starts. I would say like five or you know six starts where he got blown up out of his you know 32 starts and the rest were pretty solid but that did lead to a 12 win nine loss record with a 4-4-6 ERA once again 32 starts 193 innings 202 strikeouts and a 115 whip uh you know Aaron Nola is 30 years old and honestly if you follow the trend that's been going on since about 2018 uh where Nola has a good year bad year good year bad year good year bad year he's back in line for another good year I think Nola is going to be a mid to high three ERA guy, good strikeouts. The whips should be serviceable. You know, he's had a good whip for, you know, 90% of his career. Uh, always controls the walks pretty good. It's the hits that really get him. He gave up 32 home runs this year, which, you know, really banged him up, which is uh, a career high in home runs given up by Nola by a lot. Uh, before that, it was 27 home runs in 2019. So you're talking about a decent amount of home runs, you know, that affected him this year. Hopefully he can get it under control going into next year. But I'll be honest with you. I think I think there's a chance he resigns with the Phillies. I know lifelong Philly. He's been there his whole career, which is nine years. Uh, I think they want him back because I think without, you know, um, Nola in the mix, they would have to be in on one of these other top starting pitchers. And I, I could see that. But why, you know, why not just pay Nola? Give him the money. He might even take a hometown discount. And if if they don't if they don't get Nola and they don't sign another pitcher, you're looking at a rotation of uh, basically Zach Wheeler and a couple of other guys. Ranger Suarez, not a big fan of Tajuan Walker, not a big fan of. I do love Christopher Sanchez, and we're going to talk a lot more about him this offseason. I really think if they give him a shot in the rotation, he can excel. And then Nick Nelson as your SP five. That's not a rotation that 
strikes fear into anybody. <laughs> so they're really going to have to either be in on Nola or one of these other pitchers. I really think they just bring him back in. Why not do it? Run it back with Nola and Wheeler. Uh, very, very strong two at the top of their rotation. But if he doesn't go back to the Phillies, uh, I, I think the Dodgers have a chance to be in on him. The Dodgers have a chance to be in on everybody, but um, I, I think they could really make a play for Nola, get him over there on the, you know, the Dodgers. And, um, you know, because the, the thing with the Dodgers, they another team that, you know, Kershaw is, you know, potentially on the move as well. Somebody that will, you know, uh, potentially talk about later in this episode, but Kershaw is also banged up. Uh, I don't know if he comes back. Walker Bueller, very, very iffy there with Walker Bueller. I do love him and I do love the upside, but, you know, coming off a, you know, a couple of injuries here and, you know, he's going to be 30 years old. Let's see where the thing goes. I still think there's tr- top 20 pitcher upside with Bueller, but behind that, you got the, you know, young Bobby Miller, Pepio, and Sheehan. They also did get Ryan Yarborough. So we'll see where that goes, but I think they need that, you know, strong guy at the top of the rotation. It could be Nola. It could be some of these other guys that we're talking about here up and coming. Honestly, I, I really think the Dodgers are just going to be in on starting pitching uh, for this upcoming season. But let's talk about where I have Nola ranked going into next year. And once again, these rankings, um, my rankings and Matt's rankings are geared towards five by five head to head categories leagues. You can also use them for Roto. We always try and throw a point spin on things here too with some players, but that's not Matt and I's expertise. If you have any specific points, questions, feel free to reach out to us on uh, here on subtext. Instagram, Twitter, even emails at fantasymds at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. But I have Nola as my number nine starting pitcher going into next year. Might be a little high. I might prefer him as an SP2, but there's, you know, all the SP1 upside there with Nola, especially he goes back to Philly, goes to Dodgers, a good team to get wins on. Uh, Strikeouts are going to be good. Whip's going to be good. Uh, just that ERA. The ERA is always the you know mystery with Nola, the mystery bag. Because you know if that if he does throw you know a four four six ERA again, that's not a top you know ten starting pitcher. But if he gets back down to you know a three two five that he did in twenty twenty two, three two eight that he did in twenty twenty, he's a career three seven two ERA guy. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him with a three seven two ERA and good strikeouts, good wins, good WHIP. But uh, it, it's tough. I honestly could see him moving down a little bit in my rankings. A couple of guys down below him that I could potentially take over for, um, you know, see, you know, surpassing him in my rankings. But with that being said, that's really all I have on Aaron Nola. Let's move on here. Kind of kind of a slow burn here today, guys. I'm going to try and bang through some of these the rest of these names a little bit faster for you. Let's talk about Cody Bellinger, though. Cody Bellinger, everyone thought he was done. I definitely thought he was done. Did not expect him to have the year that he did. Guys, excuse me for one sec. Sorry about that, guys. Had a sneeze, and I did not want to sneeze in your guys' ears. Uh, so let's talk about Cody Bellinger, right? Former MVP, former, um, you know, um, 40-plus home run guy. Had the bounce back year we've been waiting for last year. After about three mediocre seasons from Bellinger uh, in 2023, as a 27 year old, Bellinger said, I'm back. 130 games, 499 at bats, 95 runs, 29 doubles, 26 homers, 97 RBIs, 20 steals, and a 307 batting average. Uh, great numbers here from Bellinger. Do I think that he st- uh, sustains a 307 batting average? Not really, but I think he could hit 260, 270, uh, 30 homer upside. Depends on where he goes. My landing spot for Cody Bellinger, I see him going to the Yankees, uh, you know, my New York Yankees, my hometown team. Uh, in that park, 35 home runs upside uh, for sure. 
That lineup's pretty good. I think the 95 runs, 97 RBIs are totally believable. The, the kid's pretty fast, so the 20 steals is also believable. Honestly, he could be a five-category contributor. It's going to be interesting to see you know, what everyone thinks about Cody Bellinger, what everyone does with Cody Bellinger. He's eligible at first and outfield. Uh, I kind of just want to see where early ADP has Bellinger going. Uh, once again, I'm using NFBC ADP. Right now, it's been 31 drafts on their platform. Cody Bellinger's coming off the board at the 48th overall player, pick 51.32, which I, I think is fair. I think that's a fair spot for Cody Bellinger, especially goes if he goes to a team like New York or Boston, or, you know, any team that has a good ballpark to hit and that puts a decent lineup around him. Honestly, I don't know if the Cubs are going to want to pay him. I don't foresee the Cubs giving him the massive contract that I honestly think he's going to get for a kid that's going to be 28 this year and, you know, former MVP, uh, has a lot, a lot of upside. I think somebody's going to really give him that money he deserves. Let's talk about where I have Cody Bellinger ranked going into next year. At first base, I have Cody Bellinger at six. Because that that potential five categories is is elite at outfield. I have him at fourteen, which is you know like a high end outfielder number two. Uh, honestly, if if you get him as your outfielder number two, I think you're going to be very very happy with the results that you walk away from with Cody Bellinger. I think he's back. I think he figured this thing out. And, you know, I even love the improvement on the strike to walkout ratio. Uh, in 2022, it was 38 uh, walks to 150 strikeouts. This year for Bellinger, 40 walks, 87 strikeouts. The, the, the kid is, you know, finding that stride back to almost where he was in uh, that 2019 uh, besides the 47 home runs. But we know that's in him. Once you've shown that skill, you own it. You you can you could potentially do it again because you've done it before. But that's enough on Bellinger. Let's move on to somebody that you guys may or may not have heard of. We're talking about Yoshinobi Yamamoto, um, arguably one of the best pitchers on the market. He's coming in from Japan. I believe he's going to be posted on Tuesday, so that leaves the forty-five day window for teams to negotiate and um, you know lock him into a roster spot. Uh, guys, this guy has monster numbers um, in the MVP. Uh, so his record, 75 wins, 30 losses, a 172 ERA across 967 innings with 986 strikeouts and a 095 whip. So the thing with Yamamoto is the control is absolutely elite. 171 innings last year, 20 eight walks gave up two homers doesn't really give up that long ball um the whip has been under one for the last one two three four five six years straight with a whip under one Yamamoto's only 24 years old going to be 25 for the 2024 season the sky is the limit for Yamamoto I don't really know where to rank this guy. Uh, the stuff is even great. He got a fastball that sits from between 93 and 96. It tops out around 99. Uh, he throws, um, I believe it's a four-pitch mix. Um, I'm just going to double-check here just to be sure. I just want to double-check myself. But um, I believe it was a four-pitch mix the last time I checked. For Yamamoto, once again, this is a guy we're all just getting familiar with. Yeah, so it throws a curveball, throws a changeup, and mixes in a cutter here and there. Uh, the stuff plus is elite on the curveball and the fastball. It's uh, decent on the changeup. I really, really think that this guy is just going to be, uh, you know, very, very good. I think it's going to translate. Let's see where, you know, NFBC ADP has him going right now. 
just to get an idea of where, you know, um, a lot of the smarter fantasy baseball players are at on him at the moment. And on NFBC, you can't, um, you know, um, fix it but to sort between um, starting pitcher and leaf pitcher. So whenever he's going as the 35th pitcher overall, and that's including um, closers. So you're probably talking about a guy that's a top 30 starting pitcher, pick 88 overall. I have Yamamoto probably a little bit too low. I mixed him in at 38, but I could see myself moving Yamamoto all the way up to maybe 30, even closer to 25. I just think this guy's going to come over and translate, right? Now, let's talk about a lot of the pitchers that have come over and translated, right? You're talking about the Kodai Sanga from last year. You're talking about Otani. Uh, Kenta Maeda's had a strong career. Tanaka's had a good career. New Darvish has a good career. Yamamoto's numbers blow pretty much all of them away. He, he's He's been better in, you know, in Japan than all of these guys have. So you're talking about a guy that, honestly, we're getting him around your SP3 that could have SP1 upside. I think the ERA is going to be, you know, low to mid twos. I think the whip is going to be very, very strong. The strikeouts should be close to a K per nine. Uh, I think Yamamoto is going to dominate. There's a lot of teams in on Yamamoto. I think either of the New York teams could get him. The Yankees have a history of doing it. They got, um, you know, Tanaka. They've had a lot of other foreign pitchers come over and, you know, translate. I think that the Mets could be on him. They got Sanga last year. Once again, you throw those the, the Dodgers out there because they're in on pretty much everybody. Honestly, it's a crapshoot. I can't really give you a strong, solid prediction for Yamamoto, but I think he winds up on a good team, and I really, really think that this guy is going to be a very, very good starting pitcher. Probably somebody I'm going to be targeting to have on all of my teams going into next season. Let's get into a closer here. We haven't talked about any closers yet. I got one up for you now. Let's talk about Josh Hader. Uh, Josh Hader, you know, a mediocre year last year when he went over to um, the Padres. But um, bounced back nicely this season. Uh, was very, very good top-end closer like, you know, he's always been in his career. Uh, this past season, Josh Hader as a 29-year-old had a 1-2-8 ERA uh, across 61 games. 33 saves, 56 innings, 85 strikeouts with a 1-1-0 whip. I love Josh Hader, and I hate to keep going back to those Dodgers, but I think the Dodgers could be in on Josh Hader. They really need a strong closer there. Evan Phillips is good. You know, he had a decent year for them last year, but I think they want just a lockdown guy, a guy that, that you, you put out there. You don't really have to look back. Career 250 ERA for Hader, 388 innings in his career, 648 strikeouts, monstrous numbers there, and a 0-9 four whip in his career very good numbers for josh Hader. i love him i think i have him as my uh top three closer for next year i'm just going to double check my rankings yep i have josh Hader as my number two closer going into next year love it i think the whip could be even better you know career 09 whip was a you know was a little high last year at the 110 i think it only gets better for josh Hader. um gonna be 31 uh, 30 years old next year still in the prime of his career love me some josh Hader for next season uh, as long as we don't have to overdraft him, which I don't think we will. Uh, I'm just going to pull up that NFBC ADP again and, you know, see where he's going. Actually, he might be going a little bit higher. But uh, the thing is with these NFBC um, leagues right now, a lot of them are drafts and holds. So, you know, you really don't get to pick up the closers off the waiver wire. So uh, I bet he's going a little bit higher just due to that. Wow, he's probably going really high, actually. Yeah, you have Devin Williams as the number nine pitcher overall, and Josh Hader as number uh, Devin Williams number nine 
overall pitcher and Josh Hader as number 11 overall pitcher. Those will change in your regular redrafts leagues. Like I said, these are draft and holds where guys just want to get their closers. Uh, Josh Hader picked 44 right now. I think that goes down in most leagues. I think you'll be able to get him a little bit reasonably because the, the whip is a little bit high. Some people might be scared off and not realize how much he actually did bounce back next year. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, let's keep things pushing here. You know, I got to try and sneak in maybe one, two more names for you guys. Uh, let's see. Who do I think is the most? Uh, let, let's just keep it in order. Let's keep it how I had it. Let's go with Teoscar Hernandez here. Now, Teoscar Hernandez, sneaky good year last year. Wasn't, you know, as good as he was back in the day, but still a serviceable season for Teoscar. I think he's another guy that might get overlooked coming into next season. You know, played 160 games, almost a full season. Effort. 625 at-bats, 70 runs, 29 doubles, 26 homers, 93 RBIs, 7 steals, and a 258 batting average. Now, Teoscar's a 261 career batting average guy. And, you know, from 2020 through 2022, was very good in the batting average department. 2020, 289. 2021, 296. 2022, 267. Honestly, I think the batting average takes a step forward. Uh, good power from Teoscar. Uh, I I think he winds up on a team like the Cubs, maybe the Angels. You know, a team that could use uh, you know another outfielder out there. Uh, I, 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 he's he's quick. That's the thing about Teoscar. He actually his sprint speed is actually pretty good. So you know he did steal seven bags this year. There's upside of ten steals with Teoscar. I think so. Um, that's not really helping you crazy amount in today's day and age where you know steals are up. But you know what? He's still contributing. He's not a zero in that category. Uh, I think if he goes to a team like the Cubs that, you know, were good this past season, the the 93 RBIs is legit. The 70 runs has a chance to go up, uh, you know, a tick depending on where he's going to hit in that lineup. But if he's hitting fourth and fifth, that 70 runs is kind of, you know, right on par for him. Uh, I think, once again, the real place he could improve is the batting average department. I think that 258 batting average could bounce back up closer to uh, a 265, 270. And there's even upside. We've seen it before of a, a you know a 280 batting average from Teoscar. He's probably, once again, I, I just feel like he's going to be slept on. I feel like he's a guy that's going to be slept on, that you can get him as your, your outfielder number three potentially. I think you're benefiting at that point uh, from a guy that, you know, contributes in home runs, RBIs, and potentially batting average. Yeah, right now, 33 um, outfielder for Teoscar Hernandez. Pick 147. I, I love that for him. I'm not necessarily targeting him in all of my drafts, but I think he's a great guy to have on, you know, like you said, your third outfielder, um, you know, a bench guy, uh, a utility bat, depending on where you get him, where he's falling to. Let me see where I have Teoscar ranked going into next season. And then after that, we're probably going to wrap things up here. I have Teoscar as my number 28 outfielder. I could see that moving uh, maybe a little bit down. I know there's this, like, after 25, it's a glob. Uh, at outfield there's just a bunch of names that i feel that they're all pretty similar and if you're going to be drafting more based on what you need at that point in outfield than you know who's better than who uh you know it gets really circumstantial but i'm not going to bore you guys with all that talk so that's all for me for today guys please be sure to like subscribe comment rate and review and thank you for making locked on fantasy baseball your first listen each and every day and guys do not forget about the new channel on youtube for um locked on uh daily guys um daily 24 7 sports talk 
Um, you guys want to get on. You guys are definitely going to want to get on there. It's called Locked on Sports Today. Make sure you check it out and subscribe. But, guys, thank you again. Until next time. See you.